Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Run Podcast, starring Dave Schilling. Omarashik, Pino Turkaloo, Joey Devine, Jenny Oseman, Virgon Korkmaz, Ersan Ilyasova, Sean Keane, Menet Memo Okur, Patreons, Maxwell Cardall, thank you, Maxwell. Barrett Waldelli, thank you, Barrett. Tixamista Liza, thank you, Tixamista. Music guest Dimitri from Paris, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me. Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back with another brand new episode of uh, our podcast. Um, I'm here, as always, with co-host, best friend, uh, writer, comedian, extraordinaire, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm all right. I'm okay, Joey. Well, that's always good to hear. Um... You know what was better than an okay, Sean? What was that? We got an amazing five-star five review on iTunes.com. Wait, oh, nice. iTunes.com? On Apple Podcasts? iTunes doesn't exist, right? What are we supposed to say now? <laughs> five-star... Uh, Apple, please put a letter in the mail. Tell me what I'm supposed to call this now. But yeah. either way, we got a five-star... I think it's Disney Plus <laughs> now. We got a five-star review from MrBents.com, and it says, Come on, people. Hey, one second here. 
Come on, people. This podcast is the greatest podcast in the world. Everyone has said that. This is a podcast I spent some time listening to. They are going to change this podcast franchise. This is crazy. You know, I, I, I loved that review. I almost started booing for verisimilitude, but I just didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want to boo the comment. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah. For yeah. those of you that don't know, if you want to get our attention in at any time. Just start quoting Rick Barry's rant from the Chris Mullen uh, jersey retirement ceremony. I mean, I think it's better than at least one of their titles. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably should play that again, right? <laughs> yes. Hey, one second here. Come on, people. You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. This is crazy. Anyway, thank you, MrBents.com, and thank you to all our listeners out there who have given us five stars. Um, and please, if you haven't and you enjoy the podcast, please go to whatever Apple is calling it now and give us five-star reviews. According to every other podcast I've ever listened to, uh, it helps. Uh, another great great way you can help is to contact us at RoundRockPod on Twitter, at RoundRockPod at gmail.com, on the phone, at the on the number in the description of this episode. And if you want to help us out even more, you can do that at patreon.com slash RoundRockPod. There's the business. Sean, nice, nice. What do we do now? I, I was, I was criticized earlier for someone said oh. I act like I got hit in the head at the beginning of every episode. I don't, I don't think you did that this time. For <laughs> no, sure. I except I felt like I was so self satisfied by getting through it this time that now I don't right. know what to do. Uh, yeah, just kidding, Sean. What's the greatest website in the world? Uh, it's my homepage and yours, Chartable.com. It's true, Chartable.com. We haven't checked in at Chartable.com in a while, but, uh, last year we decided to make it our goal. Chartable.com charts all the Apple podcast charts, and we decided to make it our goal to become a top 10, right? In some country around the world, the top somewhere. 10 sports, sports podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we weren't even picky about it. No, uh, we we flirted with Senegal. Mm-hmm. We flirted we got up to, with I think eighty one in Senegal. Yeah. Um. No, I think we got higher. We were in the fifties at one point. Oh, that's that. It's a great country. Um. And then we flirted at Ecuador with Ecuador. We mm-hmm. got up pretty high there in the thirties. I think maybe. Uh, either Latvia or oh Poland. It was Poland. Sorry. Uh, but Sean, guess didn't what? Didn't we do well in... I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, didn't we do well in Paraguay recently? Yeah, it was Paraguay. I think I said Ecuador, but it was Paraguay. You're right. No, no, no. We, we did do well in Ecuador <laughs> last year, but Paraguay was kind of recent. I think we, cropped, we cracked the top 100. Well, Sean, I, I have something to announce, though. Okay. Um, we're really high in a country right now. Um, uh, what what country is it? Like, should, like should I play the Tuvalu? drop? 
Sure. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time to talk about Round Ball Rock's number one country, Turkey. Admittedly weird timing for this one. Istanbul is the only city in the world built on two continents. First time this does not look like a team, the Charlotte team that has only won seven games. They're playing you guys very tough tonight. Yeah, I mean, SNBA, you know, it doesn't matter what the record they have, but, you know, they want to step up and play, you know, and uh, especially that game, they give up too many easy baskets against them. Santa Claus, also known as Saint Nicholas, was born in Patara, Turkey, in the 3rd century AD. Charitable.com is a very reliable website that everyone loves. More journalists are imprisoned in Turkey than any other country in the world. Oil wrestling is the national sport. Yeah, like I said, they got a lot of easy points on us, you know, and if we continue the way, we can lose the game, you know, we have to pick up, you know, energy and play better in the second half. Good luck in the second half. Turkey produces 80% of the world's hazelnuts. Once again, more journalists are imprisoned in Turkey than any other country in the world. We will still do any and all Serbian podcasts. Turkey, we know there's a lot going on over there right now, but please make us number one according to everyone's favorite website, Charitable.com. That's right, Sean. Ennis Cantor's hometown. (laughs) Interesting, because it's the month of November, and you know what November means, Sean? Thanksgiving. Uh, Yeah. And you know what the official food of Thanksgiving is? Uh, Turkey. Yep, and that's the country, baby. We are the number 15 sports podcast in Turkey. Wait, wait, what? (laughs) You heard it right. Number 15? We were 12th a day ago, but now we're at 15. Um, That's right. You're listening to the, the 15th most popular sports podcast in Turkey, baby. Also, I looked it up. Do you know how many downloads we have in Turkey, Sean? I don't know. Two. <laughs> Two? <laughs> My only thought is, like, maybe, maybe like, our listeners are unusually likely to have tried to join um, ISIS and fight <laughs> in northern Syria, because that seems like it's dominating the news in Turkey recently. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Um, yeah, topical country to be trending in. Uh, also, we have not said nice things about the ruler there, unlike Senegal's own His Excellency Mackie Sal, who Mackie Sal go on round ball. Great man. <laughs> Look, he helped build the bridge to the Gambia, and that's... Um, either way, Erdogan... Please don't download our podcast. No, no, no. Uh, just just the one about GMs and sex scenes. I think he'd like that one. Yeah. Um, Seems like something a strong man would respond to. But thank you to all our listeners in Turkey. Uh, if we get one more download, I think we could probably hit number one. <laughs> so <laughs> tell your friend. <laughs> Maybe like maybe sports podcasts are mostly banned. Well, no, but here's what it is. Uh, uh, it's obviously not Chartable.com's fault. 
they no. are infallible. They are website. a yeah, website yeah, yeah. everyone always talks about and loves and listens to. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it's not Chartable.com's fault. Uh, but either way, Turkey, thank you. Thank you, Turkey. Do you do you want to talk about the greatest Turkish basketball team of all time? I mean, clearly we've got to get us up. Sean, do you yeah. have any Turkey news? I do. Um, I was checking out uh, Fenerbahce, who uh, the dominant team in the Turkish Super League. They've made five straight Euro League Final Fours. Mm-hmm. They're basically the Golden State Warriors of Turkey. Uh, six and one, currently tied for first in the Super League. Now, Joey. You probably thought I was just going to be talking about Turkish basketball and you would not recognize any of these players. Uh, no, uh, because I I know I'd recognize them because this is the team that signed Allen Iverson. Oh, that's right. Yes. He, and, uh, Allen Iverson used to go to the TGI Fridays in Turkey a lot. I, did they have Darren Williams during the lockout? That too? sounds right. They might have Darren Williams now. Um. So currently... Their starting center is uh, Jan Vaselli, mm-hmm. known for making out with his hot girlfriend at the draft mm-hmm. and then not doing a ton in the NBA mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. A very good Euro player, though. Excellent Euro uh, player. Yeah. Uh, power forward was uh, the future of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the number two pick in the draft after Derrick Rose. Was he the same pick after Derrick Rose? Maybe I, it was Kyrie. I think he was drafted <laughs> in 2011. Uh, I it's oh, <laughs> I always confuse this guy Derek Williams uh-huh. with that guy the Kings took. Oh, Thomas Robbins. Yeah, because <laughs> they Derek? both have bad hair and dunk hard. Like whenever yeah. they're in the league, <laughs> and they both have been on the Kings. That's true. Yes, <laughs> Derek Williams has had a couple opportunities in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit of a tweener, but he is a he's an absolute four in Turkey. Uh, and their starting shooting guard and leading scorer is a uh, former San Antonio Spur great uh, Nando DiColo. Oh, love that guy! Great name, love uh-huh. Nando DiColo. Um, and then on the bench, they've got former Boston Celtic, I believe, Luigi Datomi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy that I did not realize was necessarily out of the NBA, uh, Joffrey Laverne, <laughs> former Thunder and Spur, uh, dominating the boards. He's not he's not starting on the depth chart. He's like fourth in minutes. Uh, I'm just glad that Joffrey Laverne found a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, sorry, I said the leading scorer, the leading rebounder. Obviously, their leading assist man is... Uh, uh, Kostas Slaukas. Oh, of course. We, we knew that already. Mm-hmm, yeah, obviously. Um, well, that's a turkey news. Uh, you keep us in those charts. We'll keep giving you the turkey talk. Talking turkey. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for turkey, Joey. <laughs> uh, should we go to some readers? Yeah, let's do, let's talk to our readers. Okay, which which way do you want to go here? Let's you, you know what we've been begging for calls. We got a call. Let's go yeah. to the call. Let's go to the phones. Okay. Sean. 
Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright Sean, Jonathan from Silicon Valley called to ask us, uh, about the website Deadspin, uh... Let's hear that call. Hey, Randall Rock. This is Jonathan, uh, I work the cycle on Twitter, calling from the worst place in the world, Silicon Valley. I wanted to talk about Deadspin. Uh, Deadspin got Trump elected president, essentially, by telling him to go fuck himself on Twitter in 2013. Um, David Roth then used Deadspin to become the ultimate authority on the motivations of our big, wet president. And when everyone quit the site last week, I felt this sort of disturbance in the force as I realized that across this great nation, thousands if not millions of mediocre white men like me would suddenly have nothing to do in the middle of the day and become so bored that we might do the unthinkable and actually start working. Now, I predict that this will lead to an incredible and precipitous rise in productivity, which will, of course, have an effect on the profits of the ruling class and GDP. This will, of course, sweep Donald Trump into an election uh, victory and will accelerate the uh, climate crisis and the death of our species as we know it. So um, I guess my question is, will the death of Deadspin bring on the apocalypse? I'll hang up and listen. Uh, well, that's an incredibly depressing question. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, and I have to say that, unfortunately, his logic is sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, I, since Deadspin's been gone, I learned another language. <laughs> Turkish. It was Turkish. See, I fear it's gonna drive people to Reddit, the worst place oh, on Earth. Oh, God. Yeah, and so it's it's gonna be like, not necessarily even Trump support, but it's going to be like those people who heckle Donald Trump Jr. for not being racist enough. See, I was going to say it's going to create like actually a feedback loop where like uh, there's going to be a lot of people on the Internet uh, like treating the Internet like they did in 2012, like talking about like epic bacon time and stuff. Oh, yeah. God. Reading, like, was, uh, rage comics. <laughs> well, and, like, what is it going to mean for the election if Trump supporters are all doing no fap November? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is that... <laughs> I, who does that help? I'm, I'm kind of confused about well, it. Like, like probably Gary Johnson, I guess, <laughs> would probably do better this year. I mean, isn't no fap November, like, a, like an incel thing now? It's got to be, right? I mean, I'm sure it's an insult thing, but it's like... 
yeah, I guess it's I guess it's like taking incels to another level where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not only am I involved, like even I won't sleep with me yeah. now, <laughs> and it's women's fault. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Get these Ghostbusters out of here! Here's <laughs> Leslie Jones's home address. Um. Look, this is a weird place to talk about this, Sean, but I've been uh-huh. thinking about it all day. Uh-huh. And I literally think my favorite thing in the world... The incels made me think of it. Um, I think my favorite thing in the world is that George Lucas re-edited that Star Wars scene yes. again. <laughs> It's so good. And kind of didn't tell anyone. Did not tell anyone. It seemed like Disney was surprised yeah, today. Because, because they were just like, well, we bought everything for $4 billion. And he's like, yes, the perfect copy of a movie that came out in 1977 uh, that I've been tinkering with and adding weird explosions, uh, like odd puppet things and special effects. And now I've made a crucial scene incredibly confusing. Oh. It's, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's like, it's the Han shooting Greedo scene in Star Wars. A new hope, oh, people. Uh, but I've heard it's like incomprehensible now. <laughs> right. Well, apparently he yells McClunky? McClunky? And it's something that, like, the slave trader pod racing guy yells in The Phantom Menace. (laughs) Excellent. Very good. Very good. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, everyone's favorite Star Wars movie, The Phantom Menace. Um, And, like, isn't that guy, like, a really offensive Jewish stereotype? I I believe he is. Yes, yes, Uh yes. And he's also talking about Jake Lloyd, the greatest actor mm-hmm, that has mm-hmm. ever appeared in a Star Wars franchise. And now uh, we're supposed to, I guess we learned crucial things about Greedo's backstory. <laughs> and honestly, um, I watched Star Wars recently, like not that recently, but um, it wasn't like that scene really stood out. No. This time. <laughs> but I just love that he's been obsessed with it. And he'll be obsessed with it till he dies. Because he's editing you know, it now. I guarantee yes, it. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I I wanna buy I wanna buy back part of the just the new hope. Can I buy back one Star Wars film? <laughs> I just need to fix it. <laughs> uh oh, it's so good. Like, like look. <laughs> If everyone is going to keep watching Star Wars for 45 years, then mm-hmm. fine. He can keep tinkering with it, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, if we're all, if we all still haven't had enough of Star Wars yet, <laughs> just, like, it's exactly what this, like, you know, stop maturing at age 14 with all your tastes. You know, that's what you deserve, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. Uh, well, just it's, it's also thing just, into fan fiction. It's also just a very funny thing. I've been thinking about this a lot. How at a, a lot with the Martin Scorsese thing, where every week he says something mean about Marvel movies, and then everyone gets mad at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the greatest like promo tour for a three-hour movie about aging I've ever seen. Well, and it's like, um, did you see Netflix is actually beta testing 
uh, adding one and a half speed to movies. I I literally don't understand how that's going to work. <laughs> I'm, um, and I was thinking about it, and I really think our problem all started when we started referring to things as content. Yep. Instead that, of art, it's great. simply just a word choice. Yeah. Um, well, I have, I have a question too. Um, oh, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. I'll say. I'll reserve my question. Sorry. Uh, well, I actually have a George Lucas based reader mail question for you. It's oh from God. Joey in Los Angeles. Oh, great, great, great. Um, okay. If you could re-edit one thing that happened in NBA history, Sean, for the rest of your life until it was perfect, what would it um, be? Um, I would have Gilbert Arenas shoot first. <laughs> because then that then that lady, Javaris Crittenden, murdered would still be alive. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, it, I think it's pretty obvious what I would edit. <laughs> um, is it, it's is this. It, Hey, one second here. Do you think I had a choice? Come on, people. Show a little bit of class. For my dead body. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. This is crazy. Uh... Anyway, to answer the Deadspin question, we here at Roundball Rock are very sad about Deadspin. And actually, I didn't want to answer this question because I wanted to ask David Roth, but I wanted to get farther away from him being laid off uh, to ask him. But thanks, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, that was good. I've, I still maintain that Trump is not going to win because the Warriors are bad again and the world right. has reset itself. Uh-huh. Um and in fact, like like every couple of days, another warrior breaks a bone, yeah. just so you don't miss the message. Like yeah. like like da- even Damian Lee, uh, <laughs> a small forward slash nepotism hire, broke his hand, and that to me is like, well, these impeachment hearings are going to be fire <laughs> because the Warriors are about to start Amari Spellman at shooting guard, so the sky is the limit for this. All right, let's go to um, paper mail, shall we? Yeah. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Love Kebab 69. <laughs> what a name. I bet, I bet our Turkish listeners will like that yeah. name, too. Uh, Love Kebab 69 asks, after Fizdale gets fired, who's the next terrible coach that Dolan overpays to bring in? I, I mean, I think you and I both have a dream candidate in mind. Um, I imagine it's the same person, but I have a little wrinkle to mine. Okay, so I, look, I, I think Tracy Morgan, actor-comedian Tracy Morgan had it right when he suggested that the New York Knicks bring Mark Jackson home. He's from New York. Mm-hmm. He's going to fit in really well with the freewheeling culture of sexual harassment in the Knicks mm-hmm. organization. Um, he won't be on television. Mm-hmm. And I think, look, the Knicks are pretty terrible, but also he won't be 
intentionally trying to get fired, which seems to be happening with their current coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, it'll be so much fun for the New York media for a while. Like, he'll just say stuff that rhymes all the time. Um, well, they'll love him there. J- and, and Dolan can write a song called Mama, There Goes That Man. Mm-hmm. Um, you got half of my answer. Okay. Uh, I think they need to hire. He needs to just hire both Jackson and Van Gundy. Yes. Oh, oh incredible. <laughs> one now, coaches I- the defense. One coaches the offense. Just get them both off my television. Yeah, yeah. Can, so, how do you think they just trade off game to game? Like, who gets to call timeouts? Yeah. Maybe yeah, it should yeah. be quarter to quarter. <laughs> I mean, what he really should do is. I mean, those guys are fine. I mean, that is who he's going to hire, probably, is Mark Jackson. But uh-huh. what he really should do is just let McEnroe coach for a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's already a, one of the... He's already courtside. Uh-huh. He's a good motivator. <laughs> um, People will get so pumped when he gets thrown out of games every oh, other game. incredible. He had set the technical record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would be like, something for the Knicks fans to cheer for. Ah, uh, he'd be great. Uh, <laughs> what what other fan do you think would, would be okay in the Garden? I'd like to see him let Woody have, like, a week. Oh, you can't let Woody do anything. He can't, uh... I mean, imagine what Ronan Farrow will write. You gotta stay away from that if you're James Dolan at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that, that, yeah, that's... It's a little too much. Um, well, why not, why not let Spike coach the team? McEnroe's funnier than Spike, though. He is funnier. Like, Spike, <laughs> Spike would take it too hard, too. Yeah. Like, McEnroe would, would make it a theatrical thing. Spike Lee would just literally be... Li- it, would be too, it would be too painful for him yeah. to have to coach this Knicks team. Yeah. All right, Feeling Minnesota asks, what other weird-ass macho things might NFL guru Trey Wingo be nostalgic for in other sports or other areas of life outside of sucker punches in the NBA? Uh, This is a great question. I'm going to say he won't admit it, but segregation. I think he probably thinks it toughened up America a little bit. Um, I mean, clearly it's... uh. Helmet to helmet hits back, right? Oh, that that's <laughs> definitely true. Um, no more flagrant fouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't fair catch punts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I think I think he also probably thinks you should have to wear a suit on an airplane. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, warning, maybe like warning labels <laughs> on food. Oh yeah, he's way anti. He gets mad at the gluten free logo. Uh, oh, sure. he hates on that. He hates that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, trailer like, warnings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and women talking in public, I yeah, think, yeah, is probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Should we go to the news? Yeah, oh, I was just going to ask. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, what do you want our first story to be? Um, 
you know what? There's an obvious first story, but I want to I want to I think we should talk about your trip to the Clippers game last night. OK, um, yeah, I saw Clippers Raptors last night. Uh, first off, uh, Chuck the Condor was stealing valor the whole time. Yeah, that that's really unfortunate. <laughs> I don't care if he's endangered. Uh-huh. He's not a troop. He's uh, just not. No, he's not a troop. Uh, he also gave like a wet willy to an old man. Uh, 104 year old vet who fought in Normandy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was weird. Was it was it Billy Crystal doing like a really good character? No, we were looking for Billy Crystal the whole time, and I don't think he was there last night. He like always wears the same kind of hat as yeah. Samuel Jackson, but like <laughs> not quite we as looking, cool. No, we were looking for the hat, and we did not see the hat. So the jazz man was not in the building, unfortunately. Okay. That's fine. It's probably making. Uh, the second season of the comedians. You know who was in the bad. <laughs> uh, ten billion Raptor fans. Oh, uh, well, yeah, they, there was that. <laughs> they booed Kawhi uh, at his own house. It bummed me out. So Kawhi has now been booed at the season opener and at his home game against his old team. Yes. Uh, look. I don't really think Raptors fans should boo Kawhi, except it's really funny for it happening in In LA. His home court, yeah. Like it really, it reminded me of that Drake story when he goes to Toronto, (laughs) cheer him. But it's hilarious to do it at the Clipper game. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Um, But you know, it would be a good twist. Kawhi comes to Toronto, they cheer him, they boo Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it just like like at Tyler the Creator's festival. <laughs> Boo Drake and be like, give us Frank Ocean. Yeah, Drake also not there. I could have, I would have guessed Drake was going to be there. I would have thought that too, but I think probably he was booed too hard at that <laughs> other thing. Um, uh, the only other like celebrity Clipper fans, Floyd Mayweather goes to a lot of games. Did not see Floyd Mayweather. He also gets booed. I found that out because the first time I went to a Clippers game, I wasn't really sure, like, the best way to exit the Staples Center. And after I had exited, I found myself accidentally in the middle of Floyd Mayweather's entourage. (laughs) Uh, And two of his, like, bodyguards or associates totally tried to fight a fan that was booing him. And then I was like, I have to cross the street right now. Um. Yeah, so I was briefly on the money team. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler was there. He got the biggest cheer out of everyone. Deserved, out of anything like... that happened, Adam Sandler <laughs> got the biggest cheer. Sean uh, <laughs> Mendez and Camilla Cabello were also there. Cabello? Okay. Are uh, they a couple, or were they just They were there? definitely coupling it up. Really okay. Instagram coupling it up, you know? I... I... I basically know who those people are, I think. Uh, I'm so old. Kevin Hart was also there. Ah, well, look. Was that mandatory for the <laughs> his his league contract? Um I'm glad he's okay. Didn't he didn't he get in a terrible car accident like a month ago? Yeah, but wasn't it a car accident that was like to hide the fact that he said something homophobic again or something? Oh yeah, they, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked fine. Um but yeah, going to Staples last night really bummed me out because uh 
Kawhi's amazing. The Clippers are great. Uh-huh. Um, but the they had to play arena noise to chant to drown out "Let's Go Raptors" chants. So they the Clippers got about points. four thousand of their own fans to come out <laughs> to see the defending yeah. champs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the defending champs who'd beaten the Lakers the night before. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, so that that reporter was right about Raptors fans taking over the Staples yes. Center. Uh huh. He was. <laughs> wow. Um, but the the Clippers did win the game, right? Yes, the Clippers did win the game. Uh, but I mean, the it was we kind of knew the Clippers were going to win. I mean, the Raptors had to play the Lakers the night before. Yeah, they and didn't they play have... Lowry, and they didn't play uh, Surge. Yeah, they're both out. Uh, how did OG how did... didn't play either? Oh well, that's 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 removing a person that probably had a like one of their two people that could stop Kawhi a little bit. Big Norman Powell game. I uh, love Norman Powell, and I thought Kawhi kind of had a not that great a game. Their defense against him was really good. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, he almost had a triple double, but it was like twelve, eleven, and nine. Joey, he. He is exhausted, clearly. Mm-hmm. He played on Wednesday, <laughs> and he's got to play again on Sunday? We should talk about he's that. He's a fourth right? man. Don't we have to yeah, talk about... Talk that's about that's what... As an NBA podcast, aren't we legally obligated now to talk about rest? We should be really mad about it, too. Yeah, we've got to be so upset about rest. These players are resting all the time, and I'm a paying customer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean rest does suck. Uh yeah. So I guess the rule the rules are you're not supposed to rest on the road. Mhm. And uh or during national TV games. Yeah, and you're not supposed to be resting healthy more than one healthy player at a time. Uh-huh. Um and so the Clippers got fined because they were lying about like basically the understanding Doc is the Doc Rivers N- made a whoopsie. He couldn't. Yeah. He, he, that's why they got fined. The NBA is basically okay with you lying about an injury. You just have to keep lying about the right. injury. You just can't tell the press after the game how healthy the guy is, which is right. what Doc did. <laughs> uh, it, it, again, uh, we've stressed this before on the podcast. Not a medical doctor. It's <laughs> definitely not a medical doctor. Um, Oh my god. It does stand for Dr. Rivers though, right? It is Dr. Rivers, that is correct. He just it's a it's a PhD actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but man, let me let me just say the Clippers have not had a challenging schedule so far, Joey. They're rad though, dude. No, no, they're really good and I think they're going to win the NBA title. I'm just saying it's pretty sweet that uh, they've had three road games so far. Mm-hmm. They were at Golden State, at Phoenix, which they lost, and at Utah, which they also lost. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of home games for this team. They're the anti-Blazers right now. Also, <laughs> because they're winning games and not losing them. And not playing Hassan Whiteside. And they play a lot of defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> most of their offseason acquisitions have been really great. And in fact, some are guys that could really help the Blazers, oh, like, like Mo Harkless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh well, yeah. So so about the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I just like this is just the way it's going to be, guys. 
I've been fed up all week. I'm going to be honest, where it's like, oh, we just talk about the same things every year at the same exact times. Right. Where it's like, oh, and the Knicks had a press conference where they're going to fire their coach. Oh, God. And then we all have to pretend like, oh, the house is on fire in New York. It's not even funny anymore. But, like, are are we really complaining about rest on November 6th? Are we? We're mad about it already. I mean, I that, will that, say it was weird. The Grizzlies rested Ja Morant. That's true, but <laughs> but didn't he also miss like the whole summer with a knee injury? I guess, but it's like we're resting. We're resting a rookie four games into his career now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it seems early, but also like if you're if you're like if Kawhi's going like okay. So I think Kawhi's probably going to miss 10 to 15 games this year. Sure. Right, something like that. Um, probably more, right? He's resting already. Yeah, but I mean, like... I mean, Dr. I Rivers been... did say he's healthiest. He's the healthiest he's ever been. Well, that's true. Shit. No. <laughs> um, but I think I, I think I would expect Kawhi to basically take every eighth game off, roughly. And that... And he... Rested in the eighth game of the season. My objection, I would say, is the same one that um, Lewis Keene voiced, which is if you're going to not play a back to back, which I get it. Like, like he did miss a whole season basically two years ago. Um, play against the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, I guess I guess they were both national TV games, but but like play on us. Yeah, I mean, like, like someone there should just be like, you know what? Uh, it it seemed like it would not have made a big difference because they had he played on three days rest and then he got three more days rest before the the Raptors. I just kind of want. I wish there was sort of a directive. I mean, obviously the NBA is powerless to kind of regulate this, but maybe just a strongly worded memo that's like maybe maybe play against the MVP that you had a crazy playoff series against last year. Um, I mean, also, though, I don't want to hear... I'm in a a weird middle space with the rest where I'm like, Uh I get it. Yeah. But also, I don't want to hear, like, the pro player being, be like, players, player people being like, oh, what? They're not, they're not dolphins there for you to perform (laughs) tricks. Yeah. Where it's like, (laughs) it is an entertainment thing. Like, the NBA would not exist in a vacuum. Right. And also, like, we're not not really talking about, like, a ditch digger here. Like, I understand. Like, I, I support the players above the owners. But also, like, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not that sympathetic when your salary is like $30 million a year. You know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even think you're... care about the salary part. I just don't want to hear like, uh, they're not like what they're not like dancing clowns for you. And it's like, actually kind of, they are. That, that, that is sort of their job. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, I mean, that sounds bad, but it's like, they're both entertainment products. Also, like, also, I mean, I'm not, I'm no disrespect to clowns. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, we, like, okay, what if we, I mean, we're a bad example because we, we have occasionally taken rest days on the podcast, but I don't, 
I don't pretend that we're not being entertainers. Right. You know, I'm never just like, oh, you want you want me to bark for you and and make a joke about basketball? I'm a human being. <laughs> but I mean, there's like a certain thing where it's like. Uh, the, and again, the NBA would not be played in a vacuum. Like, if people weren't buying tickets, yeah, they wouldn't still be playing the games. Like, we yeah. pretend like people pretend like, oh man, the winning is the most important thing, and it's kind of actually not. Like, it really is not. The, actually, the most important it. thing is like, uh, uh, being entertaining enough that people will watch you on television. Right. Like I was I was watch I watched the Hawks Nuggets game mm-hmm. and I both don't think the Hawks will make the playoffs and think I would be completely satisfied as an Atlanta Hawks fan oh, this 100%. year. 100%. And you know, I mean I I I think also that social media is not a very accurate depiction of the voice of the fan exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I think a lot of people are pretty content with they want their team to win, and it's like disappointing if you lose in the playoffs. But I, I don't. I think this sort of like a championship is everything mentality is not, uh, not like not like historically backed up, right? Uh, and uh, like, it's like also- you know the you know the terrible uh, attendance figures for the Chicago Cubs. Until three years ago, we'll bear this out. Right. <laughs> it's, it's also like, uh, I can tell you that as a Golden State Warrior fan, uh-huh. uh, the year they went 73-9 and nine and didn't win a championship is still the greatest season <laughs> I've ever had as a fan, and that includes... Yeah. The next year, when they <laughs> won the playoff, they won the championship. Yeah, and w- lost one playoff. Yeah, game. and uh, still, guess yeah. what was way better? Seventy three yeah. and nine. <laughs> yeah, easily, easily. Well, also, it's that was like a watershed year, I think, in part because it may be like the last time we see somebody really go for it in uh, the regular season. Yeah, they did not rest anyone. Yeah. And, and then it, everyone likes to say that's why they lost game seven. <laughs> it's like, well, it isn't really why yeah, they lost yeah, game seven. Yeah, that's why they, that, it caught up to them right on game seven. Yeah, that's like, what like after, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the previous seven game series was fine. Yeah. <laughs> the previous six games, totally fine. But I that mean, seventh game, they, in the fourth quarter, they could not score simply because they didn't take they they played 80 games instead of 60. And Steve Kerr was just like, these guys are exhausted. We need a little youth. Anderson Verizhev, get back in the game. <laughs> Give us a spark. Uh, but yeah, look, I remember as a child going to a Rangers-A's game uh-huh. and not understanding yet that, like, pitchers didn't pitch every day (laughs) oh yeah and being super (laughs) mad that nolan ryan wasn't pitching Uh, like so i i can't imagine trying to explain to my kid like yeah oh Giannis, uh Giannis isn't playing so he'll play tomorrow yeah it's like but uh sorry we don't have tickets for tomorrow like that's a brutal (laughs) that's just a brutal night for a child and I think that's I think that's also why the NBA policy makes sense to me where like obviously 
it sucks that the Grizzlies are resting John Morant, especially if he is maybe hurt and maybe not. But I understand why they don't want guys to rest on the road because it's like Giannis isn't Giannis comes to LA once, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess he that's a bad example because he does play the Lakers and the Clippers, but you know, especially if the guy you like is in another conference, it's one game. Yeah. So uh, can I tell you my Nolan Ryan story briefly, Joey, when I was disappointed? So my dad... Um, Is your dad Robin Ventura? <laughs> no, that, yeah, my father, Robin Ventura, took me to a game. I had to sit in the dugout. And I watched him get the shit kicked I, out the of sh- him. I, did, I never respected him again. Uh, my my dad had, had, like, work tickets, and I think they might have... He might have even gotten... Like, like somebody he knew had a seat in a luxury box, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, the A's were playing the Rangers and Nolan Ryan. And my dad was like, yeah, we're going to go. And that morning, he and my mom decided that they thought it was important that I attend uh, my D.A.R.E. graduation that night instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know if, if you listeners know that's drug abuse, resistance, education, I don't know what I was graduating from. I had to sing a song that was called Go for a Natural High mm-hmm. about how you should like run and not take drugs. And uh, Nolan Ryan pitched a no-hitter that night, Joey. And my dad had never seen a no-hitter live before, but he really did not enjoy it because once it was a no-hitter through the fifth inning, he was like, oh, no. I made Sean go to a dare graduation, <laughs> something I don't even believe in. And uh, so we were both miserable about that no-hitter, and that's why I did drugs as an adult. <laughs> well, that's an excellent uh, – I'm glad you told that story, Sean, because there's someone else who's never done drugs before, uh-huh. and his name is Dion Waiters. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, would you like to walk us through what happened to Dion Waiters this week? Yes. I would like to add that first, there was a very suspicious tweet about some unnamed Heat player. Mm-hmm. It's like a Heat beat writer that posted this. Yeah. Um, and he said that someone on the team plane had had a medical incident and uh-huh. that they were very worried about it on the ground. But where and, was the location? Uh, the the location he tagged his tweet in was Medellin, Colombia. <laughs> Which I uh, wish we could we re- we could remember that guy's name because that is yeah. just that is what Twitter is actually for, right? Just <laughs> secret codes like that. <laughs> um, and so immediately when I saw that, I was like, "It's definitely cocaine. It's definitely Dion Waiters." Um, <laughs> It was Dion Waiters, and um, it came out that he had overdosed on gummies. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming these are weed gummies and not melatonin gummies, which are the only <laughs> other kind of gummies. But um, apparently the story came out. Eventually, uh, Dion Waiters ate too many gummies, which he received from an, a still unnamed teammate and had a panic attack on the team flight. And was, like, immediately taken to the hospital mm-hmm. afterwards upon landing. By the way, this was a flight from Phoenix to Los Angeles, yeah, I believe. that's what we need. We, we can get more in depth with that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But keep okay, going. Yeah. What happens? Uh, and then the Heat suspended him for 10 games. Mm-hmm. Suspe- um, which is also suspicious, by the way. 
that's a lot of games for this incident, <laughs> considering um, as far as we know, Dion Waiters, the, the way it works in the NBA is if you fail two weed drug tests, nothing happens to you. I think you're maybe like referred to a counselor. Mm-hmm. And then your third positive test is when you start getting suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Heat went for 10 games, which is a little suspicious because Dion Waiters has a $1.2 million contract bonus that yeah. is tied to minutes played, I believe. No, is it's it games. games. It's 70 oh, it's games. games. Oh. So this literally, he cannot get it yeah. because of this suspension. And so now they're like, wow, conveniently close to dipping under the luxury tax. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have another theory about that, which we'll get into a little later. Um, Joey, have you ever had a weed-based panic? Have you ever done the equivalent of eating too many gummies? No. I mean, I... One time I ate a pot brownie uh-huh. and then fell asleep for like three hours and then woke up and vomited, but that's the yeah. closest. That's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. The, I was trying to think. I told a story about eating a weed brownie. The only thing like recently I've had an experience getting too high was... um. I went to see the movie Pacific Rim mm-hmm. and two it was, or was, one. Uh, this is one. I did. I still have not made it all the way through. Oh, not two. a Boyega fan, huh? I, I mean, I tried. I tried. Um, and uh, this was kind of early in the days of vapes. And I think like I maybe forgot that my friend had a hash vape rather than a weed vape. Mm-hmm. And we were vaping in the theater in the AMC uh, in San Francisco. Rest and in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. The greatest movie helping theater movie I've theater ever been time. in. The what AMC are they turning in? Are they replacing it with just an expanded senior frogs? Condos, oh, oh, that makes sense. That building is so weird. <laughs> God damn it. San Francisco condo capital. Uh, um, anyway, I just got way, way too high and also robots were fighting which actually i was kind of okay with that part of it but charlie day's part of the movie i found so unsettling and disturbing and like every time charlie day was on screen i'd kind of like squint my eyes so i was almost closing them and not watching and then (laughs) i was just like oh thank god it's just a monster fighting a robot i can relax again I definitely went to some went to see Gravity in IMAX with someone who was too high to be there. Oh, that is not a good like <laughs> that movie's just too much in IMAX sober. Uh speaking of uh listen to the Scattered podcast on NPR with Chris Garcia. I won't tell oh, yeah. you why, but it's great. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh he definitely was not the one who was too high at the <laughs> IMAX screening of Gravity. <laughs> Uh, I definitely have not been to a haunted house where he was maybe too high and got too scared either. But the podcast is really good. Not really about either yeah, of those Yeah, you should listen to that podcast. It's, it's great. great. Yeah. Um, I have listened to three of the four so far. Yeah. Chris's mom is like a breakout star. Yeah. She's, she's the best. I think of this. No, she's more like the Nisha. <laughs> she's the S-Town guy. Oh, but she alive. Is- yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, 
there's one thing we you didn't mention though that to me is the most important part of this story is the heat keep trying to get Dion Waiters to oh, narc yeah. on who gave him yeah. the gummy. And he won't he won't tell. Which good on you, Dion Waiters, but also come on, we all know who gave him the gummy. Uh I I I think you're definitely correct here. It's Kelly Olinick. The man <laughs> look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he, went to, he went to school in uh, eastern Washington. I believe that's where Gonzaga is. I believe he's from BC, right? <laughs> uh, he, he's from Canada, yeah. I'm not sure where in Canada. I'm yeah. so, I apologize to Katie Heindel. <laughs> he is... Look at his beard. It's It was his gummy, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no one on the team that is nearly as good a suspect for that, because... Uh, Myers Leonard is probably a straight edge. Well, I don't know that for sure, but I, I would say Udonis Haslam definitely has super strong gummies, but he knows who he can give them to. Oh yeah, exactly. And in fact, it, like yeah, like, and in fact, probably has maybe been like that's with Pat Riley's blessing. Mm-hmm. You know that he's like, oh, you know, I think Justice Winslow is a little anxious. Give him like a quarter of a gummy, you know. And I'm sure Chris Bosch could handle this stuff pretty well. Do you think uh, Pat Riley's ever eaten a gummy? Um, just cocaine. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm sure he's like smoked lots of pot, but maybe not. I just don't think a guy who was on the glory, on the white side of the glory road game uh, <laughs> smokes weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yes, but also 80s Lakers. Like, yeah. anything is possible with those guys. <laughs> now, if you told me that, that Pat Riley never uh, smoked weed after leaving the Lakers, I would buy that. Yeah. But he, like, lives in a beach house. Um, I don't know. I just, I think he probably... He just seems does. like the anti-Don Nelson, even though he kind of dresses like Don well, Nelson I- now. And like, and it's like, well, this weed will help you relax. And he's like, I haven't relaxed in thirty five years. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't relaxed since I pushed that man off his bike. <laughs> yeah. Now, is it possible? Is it possible that the Heat, knowing this bonus, already trying to get waiters off the team because he's already basically out of the rotation? Yeah, right? they, I mean, they like sent him home in training camp, didn't they? Or they yeah, like suspended yeah. him already, right? So yeah. So if it's not. Kelly Olenek, is it possible that... that he was dosed. Yeah, that Riley... That, that someone's working under Riley's orders to do it? It is possible, for sure. And if that in that case, I think it's James Johnson. James Johnson? He Yeah, he gave him the gummies on Riley's thing. It was like the condition of him coming back. Because he's still not that skinny. I don't think James Johnson's a narc like that, though. Yeah, probably not. It, I mean, it would he, be Myers, he, man. Guess, oh, Jimmy. He would, he would, no, no. Oh, Jimmy. It's Jimmy. It's I'm sorry. Jimmy. It's definitely Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't have to bribe him with anything. Jimmy's just like, yeah, he's not serious. No, I think Walter came to him and was like, hey, I watched that guy play. You should put some in his cup. He's not taking it seriously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Mark Wahlberg has ever dosed a co-star on a movie set? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, Sean, I actually have uh, audio from what was going on in Dion Waiters' brain on oh. the flight. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, Should let's... I play that? <laughs> I obtained this 
from the <laughs> antenna that I have that goes straight into Dion Waiters. Oh, great. <laughs> Didn't know you were still here. Didn't know you were still here. I hear you. You know? You know, and all the celebration, and all we didn't the celebration, get a chance we didn't to really get a chance to really talk. Just to say, just wanted to say. I know there's been some ups and downs this season. Up and down this season. But you came a long you way. Came a long way. Where it was ass. There was ass. And now look at it. This is not me. Found myself there or not? Yes, it's not me. Oh, still was snatched it again. Do what you better saw it. Why? I hate you. The other thing we need to talk about here is uh, it was a forty-minute flight. It was a forty-minute flight. It just seems like he ate like a handful of gummies. Like that had to be it, but that's crazy that he couldn't hold it together for, because I, I recently flew from Phoenix to Los Angeles. It doesn't take very long. Mm-hmm. Um, Man. I just, uh, uh, God bless him. Do you yeah. think, do you think he's tradable still? No. I well, so. I mean, he's an expiring contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably I think have they'll to buy him out though. I guess I guess that's yeah, it makes it it makes the buyout cheaper. And yeah. he can go somewhere else. Like I still think he's I still think he should be playable. You know where I think he ends up? Where? Nets, baby. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they need they need another need a push. They got plenty of stuff that's to trade. That's the other, that's the other person who maybe gave him a gummy. Is it's very possible his old backcourt mate Kyrie gave him the gummy? A Imagine while ago. now. Now that you like look back on what those guys have done, how crazy was that team when they were like a rookie <laughs> and a second year player? Because also, did you see Tristan Thompson today? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, uh, um, he was really good, <laughs> but also did uh, some really crazy things. <laughs> It it reminded me of someone who had watched a lot of videos of Shaq leading a fast break. Mm-hmm. You know, like those so, three or four times a year when Shaq would do that. Let's explain what Tristan Thompson <laughs> okay. did. Yeah. Uh, so he gets the rebound. Uh, he goes behind his back. Uh-huh. Gets around the guy, sort of. Then goes behind his back again. And then does a spin move and basically... Uh, into a half court heave once he crosses ha- the half court line is that correct? yeah i think his foot might his back foot might be on the logo at center court <laughs> when he releases this one also now i believe he'd hit five threes in the game already for some somehow is that correct well, i think that's right he had a good game <laughs> yeah um, but this play w- was pretty weird just because when he put it up, when I saw, I saw the clip out of context first, and I thought, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is the end of a quarter. Yeah. This is why he's he's no, pushing no, himself." No, no. <laughs> it was not the end of a quarter. It was there was in fact like five seconds left on the shot clock when he let it go. Uh, it was truly bizarre to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. he hit two threes tonight, but he did have. Uh, 12 rebounds and 17 points. Mm-hmm. But he was three for 14. He's three of five this season from downtown and three from 14 for his career. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, someone's going to trade for him. Yeah. You know who it's going to be? <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my God. 
reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> I don't know if he can be in Los Angeles legally, though, with okay, his he Kardashian stuff. Someone will take him out. Uh, so the other the other plays that felt very weed gummy to me. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I'll ask you this question. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Sean, uh-huh. who this year feels like they're playing on weed gummies? Okay, so I think Eric Bledsoe had the most weed gummy type play of anyone when he uh, just dribbled the ball in on an inbounds play. Which it. people said they've never seen that before. Uh-huh. And I've seen that twice. Okay, so who did you see do it? I saw <laughs> Anthony Randolph do it in person. But I uh, also saw Lamar Odom do it one time. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so so the definitely weed gummy territory. Uh, yeah, the whole, the whole second half of that game felt like Eric Bledsoe had eaten an edible at halftime. Because, like, a lot of, like, weird fouls and kind of falling down. And he really almost blew that game that individually that uh, Kawhi was sitting out during. But luckily, eventually... Giannis just started just taking the ball away from him. Mm-hmm. And then it um, Cam Reddish. Um, I had seen the highlight where he spins around twice and then shoots an air ball. He did that in another game, too. He also spun around at least on uh, all the way around on two separate occasions in this game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a good move. Like... <laughs> Because people have, once you see it once, and the guy, he's not, like, faking anything. He just starts spinning. Mm -hmm. It's like, it reminds me of um, when the four-year-old I babysit gets really excited about watching basketball highlights. He'll try to play basketball, and that's, like, his move. Mm -hmm. It's to just spin with the ball. Yeah. And then he kind of gets dizzy and falls down, which is also what happens with Cam Reddish. Um, And then... I mean, that, that's pretty much, those are like the obvious ones I can think of. I, I don't think there's anyone else who's been quite gummied out in that same way. Well, um, Dante DiVincenzo is always on gummies, right? Yeah, I think so. That's that's how he does it. And like when he's having a good trip, he just doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, finally, Sean. Yeah. Let's talk about the stupid Knicks where Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone I follow who I have notifications on on Twitter went crazy on Sunday like, "Whoa, this is the biggest story in the world. The Knicks are going to fire Fizdale." <laughs> yeah, like It's like, like literally oh. we do this every fucking year, guys. Yeah. Like they're going to have three more of these press conferences. Like the only I guess I guess I didn't initially understand the context of this that uh that they just walked up to the podium after the game, mm-hmm. like without telling the coach or the players. So Fisdale's like talking to the team in the locker room, and uh, Steve Mills and general manager Scott Perry, mm-hmm. which sounds like a fake name, Joey. Both honestly. of those guys. The, if you told me those are the two founding members of like Bachman Turner Overdrive, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, like, that makes sense. You know, these are these are some bass players from uh, early indie bands that you've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scott Perry, he used to uh, play used to actually and Jop. <laughs> used to used to tour with Soul Asylum just just like for six months, but the sound was really different. Um, so Steve Mills basically gives a press conference where he's like, 
I know you guys think we did a terrible job this offseason putting together this roster, but that's not the case. It's actually the coach who was bad, and we were really good. Mm-hmm. And Scott Perry is standing there the whole time like, I'm not completely sure Steve Mills told him what was going to happen before they entered the room. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's standing <laughs> off to the side like, I don't totally know where this is going and he might be getting ready to fire me right now. Uh, but basically it's like, it's a weird thing to do because it's, it's this very Nixy idea that they need to lay the foundation for firing a coach who's two and eight or right. two and nine at this point. Yeah. Where, where, where you could just be like, Hey, we're firing David Fisdale and people would say like, wow, the Knicks really suck, but we get it. They've, He's won like 19 games in his two and a half, his year and a half here. Um, but it's this like weird Knicks thing where they're like, well, this will convince everybody. We had this press conference. And then when they fire him, they'll be like, I remember that press conference from a week ago. Like, like it, the organization is run as if everyone is, it's children that they're trying to trick all the time. Yeah. Uh, um, but also Steve Mills has now, presided over five head coaches which is that is amazing job security for a gm which is actually ryan mcdonough almost had that many in phoenix in a pretty (laughs) short amount of time um all right and then let's go over some injuries real quick oh yeah 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 uh of course you mentioned it already the biggest injury in the nba currently is uh of course damian lee of the warriors broke Mm -hmm. his hand that's right. Uh, at least they don't have to make a decision on his two-way contract yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, uh, what a what a season for the Warriors. Uh, Gordon Hayward uh, broke his hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Unclear if it's the aiming hand or the movement hand when he's yeah. holding a controller, but uh, I heard it, I heard it was uh, for spell summoning. That was the one that was heard, but I, I, that's unsubstantiated. <laughs> I so bet don't... he plays with a mouse and keyboard though, so he'll figure it out. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Do you think he might re-injure it playing League of Legends? <laughs> like, like he's de- going to be definitely held out of the basketball court for like a month at least. But yeah, like he might hurt it gaming trying to come back too soon. Um, he was having also, a really good season, uh, I guess. But uh, the whole time I was thinking about it after he got hurt, how funny it would be if uh, so. Brad Stevens has to, like, go and tell the reporters after the game, like, how hurt his son is, right? You know? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how funny would it, it, would it be if he just did the, like, that's my daughter in there speech oh. from uh, Mystic River? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Gordon Hayward's wife was mad at him for breaking his Absolutely. hand? Yeah, yeah. He's in a lot of trouble. Robin is very upset. Yeah. Um, Eric Gordon is having knee surgery. He's out for six weeks. Yeah, I'd like at least. Uh, I think his knee's been hurt for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it it look James Harden has been scoring points. Uh, Russell Westbrook is playing terrible defense, but has been pretty good on offense. But um, their depth chart is not. Mm-hmm. Gerald is Green not is out for deep. the year, and it's going to mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. And uh, uh, House is hurt. Is hurt his back too? They're just going to trade for Iguodala, though, right? Yeah, I mean yeah, that that has to be their move, right? At this point, I mean, I heard that they tried already, but Tillman wouldn't let them. 
because of the oh, luxury just tax. Oh, put them in the tax? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, had, I, I was reading a Twitter account that was really defending him about, you know, how people <laughs> spend other people's money. and We don't make need to talk about that. Actually. That's unconfirmed. But <laughs> yeah. If anyone finds any burner accounts out there that they think are Tillman Fertitas, please, please yeah. continue tagging us in those please, uh, yes. threads. It really helped me out today. Made me feel good. So we were going to see a lot of Ben McLemore and Austin Rivers for a month and a half, which maybe it just doesn't matter. I don't know. Hard uh, so good. And then finally, De'Aaron Fox has a sprained ankle. Uh, and he's out like, two months, like a bad one. That is a bummer. Yeah, no, he's out. I mean, considering the Kings are kind of going in the toilet, I mean, they beat the Blazers tonight, mm-hmm. but this is like the Blazers are like a wounded animal right now. They just need to they just need to survive for two more weeks, and mm-hmm. then they get to play the Bulls and the Cavs and the Thunder and stuff. Well, but and then they get a uh, our our friend from Turkey back. Maybe he's our true. listener. Nerd. Maybe he comes. Back. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just it's. Just warning Blazers fans, it is going to be pretty bad for this road trip, mm-hmm. but I, it's, there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, it's being held up by Jim Boylan <laughs> and, to illuminate a midnight practice for his, his players. Um, but yeah, the, the thing I'm excited about with Fox, I mean, it just sucks that he's out, but I mean, considering that they're playing extremely slow-down Luke Walton basketball for some reason... Um, I I I really want them to play uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich at point guard. Yeah, Joe. love Get love Bogdanovich tonight. Just start it. Like no one needs Corey Joseph to start. Mm-hmm. Just no. I mean, one. they did like, pay him sp- starter money, so actually, they did. They did. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it would be great for Bogdanovich. Like, like if you're gonna be kind of bad, why not be like a weird, super big team too? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. Also, these 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 King Summer moves. Dwayne Deadman's about to become the third string center. Uh, Corey Jefferson like won't shoot, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't shoot, and won't shoot. Oh, and then Trevor Ariza. Um, did he file his retirement papers like nine months ago, Joey? No <laughs> one noticed. He uh, hasn't. Been, he hasn't been great. Um. All right, I think that's our episode. Sean, what would you like to plug? Um, I'm going to have a thing about load management later this week, which is not exactly my thoughts, but I'm gonna, I am going to be making fun of uh, basketball players from the 80s, so that should be enjoyable. Uh, that's great. Um, then as for me, listen to the Scattered Podcast uh, mm-hmm. with Chris Garcia. Neither one of us are on it, but no. it's really good. Watch uh, David Borey's Comedy Central Half Hour. Uh, That's going to be so good. Watch Alan Strickland Williams' Comedy Central Half Hour. Uh, Watch Joe Quazala's Comedy Central Half Hour. We know a lot of people who got half hours this year. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, and then um, donate to the Patreon. Please, thank you. Um, Please. Come on. And then you can always follow me on Twitter. At Frankie Muniz, where on November 9th, I tweeted, FML equals Frankie Muniz's life. Uh, That could get on the Frankie Muniz Mount Rushmore, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't like how self-aware Frankie has become about his Twitter. No. But also, that's still completely on brand. <laughs> um, did you write a song today, Sean? I did. This is actually a cover um, of... It's an old Beatles song that they recorded when they were in Germany. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but, you know, the Beatles famously were playing in... Uh, what what's it was it Berlin? No, it's a different city. Hamburg? Hamburg, yeah. Hamburg. Um so they were they're playing a bunch of shows and for money uh they worked as video coordinators actually for a local German mm-hmm. basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um and this song is a Beatles cover. I, I hope I did it justice. It's called Scoutman. Great. Yeah. Um, you are going to get us in trouble. All right. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Uh, let's all keep re-editing that scene with Han Solo and Greedo. <laughs> Let me tell you how it will be. If you read my tweets, it costs a fee. Cause I'm the scout man Yeah, I'm the scout man If a woman tries to ball with me I'll punch her in the ovary Cause I'm the scout man Yeah, I've met Randy Whitman If you argue with me, I'll call you a slob If you tax Bill Gates, you should get a job If you disagree, you're a Twitter mob Why are you so mad? I hate World Wide Wob Cause I'm the scout man I live in my girlfriend's van Don't ask me what made me get fired Ha ha, Scotty Brooks I'll say your Patreon expired Please give me two bucks Cause I'm the scout man I'm a deeply insecure man I hope you like my scouting song Scout man It was almost 20 minutes long Scout man Cause I'm a scout man Yeah, I'm a man, not a fan and I'm working for no one but me. Hey, if you join our Patreon for just $10 a month, you can have a personal phone call. We'll tell you who the walrus was. Spoiler alert, it was Jan Mahinmi. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 